0: Smith unfortunately I am not joined by my co-host Rayshawn Payne this evening because he is out sick but I am excited because I do have a very special guest in the studio with me this evening and it is Kara Merchant and she's a licensed esthetician and she's going to be giving us tips about how to have healthy glowing skin for the summer so I know all of you guys want to have the nice glowing supple beautiful skin for the summer that you're going to be showing off because summer is only a few days away. So welcome to the studio, Cara. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So what we do is we kick off the entertainment news first. So for all of our listeners out there. We're going to go straight into the entertainment news and then we're going to talk to Cara about how you guys can have that healthy, glowing skin. All right, so first up, a judge has issued a restraining order on Chris Brown for five years after Carucci has presented audio evidence against him. So you guys know that Carucci and Chris Brown dated for a few years and she did have a restraining order uh, issued against him and the judge did grant it. So Carucci appeared in court today where she presented audio audio evidence and text messages that prove that Chris Brown has been threatening her with violence because he refused, well, sorry, she refused to return money and gifts that he had given her while they were involved during their relationship. So, Carucci took to the stand on Thursday telling the judge that Chris, who was not in court today, became aggressive after the breakup and that she provided the text messages and one in particular read, quote, bitch, I will beat the out of you. And I promise I will make your life hell. She also says he wrote, I'm going to kill you under a photo of her and Michael B. Jordan on social media. Karuchi further claims that Chris had beaten her in the past and that she fears for her safety if a permanent restraining order isn't implemented. And the judge agrees. So, Cara, what
1: do you think of that story? <clears throat> Well, with Hollywood, you really don't. Sometimes I really don't know what's fake and what's real. Sometimes, but Mm -hmm. with this situation, I wouldn't play with crazy. So, usually, if somebody gave me a gift or those type of things that he gave her during the uh, relationship, I wouldn't have gave them back. But in this situation, I would have gladly given back. All of the gifts. (laughs)
0: Because, you know, a lot of times when you're in a relationship and, you know, a guy buys you something expensive Mm -hmm. and the relationship doesn't work out, you know, when we're like, oh,
1: I'm not giving it back. You know, I earned
0: this. This was a part of the deal. Exactly. This was an investment for everything I've done.
1: Yeah, especially he's put her through a lot. So Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just best to just part ways and move on. But sometimes when you deal with crazy, it's kind of hard to. Sever ties.
0: Now, what about oh. an engagement ring? I know this is a whole other topic, mm-hmm. but an engagement ring—would you give it back after the relationship or engagement ended?
1: Like I said, me personally, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I've never been engaged, so you know that one is it's a hard uh, answer. But I wouldn't give—I wouldn't have given it back. But. I don't know about that one.
0: Okay, Kate, I'm going to bring you in now. Kate is our studio engineer for tonight. Would you give back the ring? Yes, I would. And why would you give back the ring? Just because I feel like it's, you know, you're ending something. Why not end it completely? Why would you want to hold on to something that would bring back memories and then possibly cause some awkward situations Mm -hmm. along in the future? I would rather if you're ending something to just go all out with it. Return it. Get it out of your life and move on. Now, see, I'm, like, in between. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why I'm in between. Sometimes it's pretty. Right. right. I'm like, (laughs) so if the guy, like, cheated on me or did something wrong, I'm like, I'm not giving back this ring because you... Are the reason why this relationship ended or the engagement ended. So I'm gonna take this ring, I'm gonna pawn it, I'm gonna get a nice piece of change off of it. Exactly. But if it's a situation where we mutually agree that the relationship is just not working, then I probably would give the ring back.
1: You know, everything, I really think it depends on the situation because when you give an engagement ring, it's basically a promise to get married. Mm -hmm. So I think every situation is, is different. It's funny that we're having this conversation because I've had this conversation before and some people give it back, some people keep it. And so you know I'd like I said me personally I would probably keep it (laughs) depending on how the relationship was okay okay
0: well in terms of Karuchi and Chris you know I really hope that Mm. if Chris is still having some issues in terms of his temper that he does seek help for Mm, it Um, and that you know Karuchi can move on with her life because she's doing big things you know she just premiered on that new TNT show Claws which she got rave reviews for so she's been doing big things and you know We just wish them both all the best. Um, But I don't want to touch, you know, Chris too much, because then I might get a message (laughs) in my DM from Mr. Brown. Yeah. I don't want him going off. You know, he's known to go off on social
1: media. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, we don't want that. But I got your back, though. I appreciate that, Cara. I do.
0: Now, this is an interesting uh, story. So you guys know that Tupac's biopic is coming out today, actually. It's out in theaters today. Yeah. But there's another biopic that's coming to the big screen. Two Live Crew. Oh. Yes. (laughs) So Deadline reports that Lionsgate is moving forward on a biopic about Miami hip-hop group Two Live Crew. Now, the Book of Luke will center around the group and its leader... Uncle Luke. You guys know who Uncle Luke is. And it will tell the story of the provocative group's beginnings and their envelope pushing antics that led Uncle Luke to rise from poverty to superstardom. So, I'm kind of excited about this one.
1: Actually, I heard that too, and I'm really excited about that one. Actually, more than the Tupac one, and I'm like a big Tupac fan. Really? Yes. I'm actually really excited to see Uncle Luke. (laughs) Yes. Because I've seen him in his other reality shows, and he's a real family man now. So I'm really curious to know the shenanigans and things that went on during that time of the two life crew and mm-hmm. I mean we all listened to that music that was, you know, grew up listening to the you know, the original twerking music. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. It's so funny, I felt like today's generation, you know, if you put on a loop <clears throat> record or a two live crew record, they're like, What is this? But I mean yeah the what 35 and up like you get the party with that
1: because they they don't know that was like the original twerking music Mm -hmm. you know and it started the down south so and I I love Luke I I
0: can't wait to see that yes yes I'm an Uncle Luke fan too so I am looking forward to seeing that now speaking of biopics Did you hear that the group Escape is coming out with one as well? Yes. Well, they're actually going to get their own reality TV show Mm -hmm. on Bravo as well. So they've already made their return to music, as you know, and now the group will be making their move to the television screen as well. Mm -hmm. Now, TMZ reports that the group will be giving their fans a docu-series that is expected to air on Bravo, and the series is set to premiere in November, the same time as the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And the show is currently filming in Atlanta, and of course, we'll showcase the members Candy Burris, Tiny Harris, Latasha, and Tamika Scott uh-huh. as they prepare for their first performance in over 20 years at Essence Festival.
1: Oh, I'm definitely looking for looking forward to that one because I'm definitely a big um, Escape fan. So I wonder how that's going to play out with Real Housewives and that and. Then Escape Reality Show coming Mm -hmm. up So is this like a biopic or is this a reality show So they are going to actually have a
0: biopic That comes out on TV One Okay But this is scheduled to come out just as a television series You know like a reality show
1: Okay so the actual Tiny and Mm -hmm. Candy will actually be on Okay that's interesting because I really Like that group like I said Grew up listening to Escape and, And I'm looking forward to them Actually coming to Detroit on their tour
0: You know, they were already in Detroit. Uh, Oh, were they? I missed it. you missed it, Cara. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't see the show, so Uh. I missed it too. But I did hear good things. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Now, I I haven't gotten the update yet, so we'll have to keep um, on the lookout for... The news regarding this. But according to TMZ, after nearly 30 hours of deliberating, the jurors in the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial were unable to come to a, a unanimous decision on his guilt or innocence. Now, according to the reports, the jury has asked to review more of the testimony. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted if we get some new updates on that. What, what do you think about this trial going on um, with Mr. Cosby?
1: I have... <sighs> You know Bill Cosby he is everybody's dad on t v mm-hmm. regardless of the background that you come from. you always looked at Bill Cosby as your dad on t v mm-hmm. and it's sad he was to America's see. dad it, exactly he was America's dad, so it's really sad to see the things that were going were were going on behind the scenes and um it's sad to to see that his legacy mm-hmm. is how you know how it's Going down the toilet, basically, it's mm-hmm. trash now. But mm-hmm. you know,
0: it, it's almost uh, as if mm-hmm. none of that happened.
1: Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> to a certain degree, yeah, I you know. I get what you're saying. It's 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 just like now, nobody will see the things that he that he's accomplished in in life. You'll look at his demise now, right? And it, it's a very touchy um,
0: situation, you know. Obviously, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, obviously, there have been a lot yeah. of al- allegations. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's not one, it's it's not two, it's it's a lot, and yeah. so it makes people, yeah. you know, wonder like, okay, did this happen because there's so many people coming forward, and it's it's unfortunate that you know all the way around. If he's innocent, it's unfortunate that mm-hmm. his you know image has been tarnished if he's guilty it's unfortunate that these women's lives have Mm -hmm. forever been changed Mm -hmm. um so it's just a very sad and disappointing situation all the way around Yeah, it is yeah so we'll keep you guys posted on what happens with that now one last story nick gordon you know who nick gordon is no. Okay, so Nick Gordon um, was the boyfriend and later fiancé of Bobby Christina.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: So right. he actually was recently arrested for allegedly beating up his girlfriend, and now that's being used as evidence in the investigation of Bobby Christina's death. Now, according to TMZ, Fulton County DA says that they're going to use this recent arrest mm-hmm. um, as additional evidence regarding domestic violence with Bobby Christina. So it's been previously reported that Gordon is a person of interest in the 2015 death of Bobby Christina and the criminal investigation has been ongoing for two years with no resolution, but it looks like his recent arrest will cause him to face some repercussions. And if you guys remember, Bobby Christina was found dead in the bathtub in her apartment and the hours prior to her death are still under investigation because they said that bruising was found on her body when she was found in the tub. Okay. So, it, it, it's... Mm. This situation, this is what I will say about this situation. I saw him on Dr. Phil. Did you see him on Dr. Phil? No,
1: I didn't see him on Dr. Phil, but I definitely saw the uh, reality show that his family... I'm sorry, not his family, but when Bobby Christina was still alive, it, it was very disturbing. Mm-hmm. So, she was
0: not ready to do television. No, she was not. She was not. She was obviously still very much in pain and grieving over her mother's yes. death. But... um, What I will say is that I saw him on Dr. Phil. He was very emotional. Mm -hmm. It appeared that he was under the influence of something because they did take him to rehab, a rehab facility um, on the show. And he was adamant that he never did anything to her. But Bobby, Bobby Brown, Mm -hmm. as in Bobby Christina's father, um, has publicly said that he believes that this young man has had something to do with the death of his daughter. And it's just unfortunate that now these allegations are being, you know, against you in terms of beating your new girlfriend. Because now Mm -hmm. this is, it's looking bad for Mm you, Nick. It's looking like this could be possible, that you could be responsible.
1: Yeah, it was looking bad during that reality show that I, that I saw a few years ago, it was with her family, and um, the mother, and I believe it was her, the mother, the brother. Yeah, it was the, her. Yeah, it was yeah. her
0: uncle and, and the um, the sister in law Pat.
1: Right, and mm-hmm. it, it seemed like he came car- across very manip- manipulative on on the and you know, on the show. So, and you could tell that there was something there. Mm-hmm. You know something else going on, and like I like you said before, she was not ready to do TV. No, you know, not it, at all. It and it's sad that situation. It really it hurts my heart to even even talk about that because like you know, it's Whitney Houston's daughter and right. just how she passed away, and then how Bobby Christina passed away in the same exact similar you mm-hmm. know ways, but with with him, you know, I guess you know everybody have their time you know as far as with uh, the court system if they feel that there's evidence you know that i'm sure that they'll prosecute them
0: yeah i mean just like you know Mm -hmm. i said previously you're innocent until Until proven guilty so of course he he does deny it he does deny uh, the allegations so we'll see what happens with that but we're going to take a break and when we come back, we are going to talk about the secrets of healthy, glowing, beautiful skin so all of you out there can have your summer glow, because I know I want to glow for you're a summer 17. <laughs> well, thank you, Kara. Thank you. So don't move. We'll be right back. Please. You are listening to Unapologetic, and we were just jamming over here to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Sorry, Kara. You are over there jamming. The I know. Summertime.
1: I grew up with that. Yes. love it. yeah. So
0: I'm excited about the summer. The summer is approaching, even though it already feels like summer because it's yeah. been pretty warm.
1: Yeah. It's been extremely hot, but I'm not complaining because I do not like the summertime nor the snow.
0: <laughs> you don't like the summertime? I mean, I'm sorry, the wintertime. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, you don't like the summer. Okay. But no, I, I totally agree there. Mm-hmm. But okay, we're going to talk about healthy, glowing skin with licensed esthetician, Kara Merchant. She's here in the studio to give yes. us the secrets on how to have have... that nice summer glow so that's what's with the summertime theme so we're gonna be playing summer themed songs throughout uh, the episode so Cara everybody wants to know what are some of like the best kept secrets of having healthy skin
1: well what I would say the best kept secrets are really just very simple is Good cleanser, a good exfoliant, good moisturizer, and you also need a protection on your skin SPF that is like so important. Um, what I do on my skin, you always pick a product. This is for anybody. When a client comes to see me, we do also a consultation in the beginning and do also in the middle of the facial do a skin analysis. Because I've been doing this for a few years, I can just eyeball somebody's skin and I can tell them as far as what kind of skin type that you have. So that's how I pick all of my products. That's how I customize all of my facials according to your skin type. So what you want to do is make sure that before you pick products or you go to the store or the truck stores and... Buy products, which you shouldn't do. You should always come to a esthetician, licensed esthetician, and let her do a consultation and get a facial. And then she can give you, um, put you on a home regimen. And from there, you could, she'll put you on the path to having that summer glow skin. Okay. So what I would also do for people that are at home what you would want to do is exfoliating exfoliating your your skin is the key. Okay. Always even though that's like the second part of the of the facial. And that's removing the dead skin cells, right? Exactly. That okay. is removing the dead skin cells. You want to do that anywhere from one to twice a week.
0: No, you said not to use products necessarily in the drugstore because I know a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to exfoliate or I use exfoliants, right? But they're like scrubs that they get exactly. from you know the drugstore or whatever. Why shouldn't we use those?
1: <clears throat> well, you want to pick, like I said, you want to pick products according to your skin type. Mm-hmm. Right now, you have what is really popular is the apple crop scrubs. A lot of people think it has little grains in it. They think that, oh, I'm You know, getting that dead skin off, but you're actually taking too much skin off. It's, you know, it's not, it's really stripping a lot of the oils and things that are really naturally there already in your skin. It's just not a really good thing. So that is a really popular one that people should not use, that a lot of people actually use. What you want to do is make sure that you have a good exfoliant and a good cleanser. So I would start off with a, a cleanser because you want to make sure that you cleanse your face of the makeup and, your, and the oils off of your skin. And then you would go on to after that, you would use a, an exfoliant.
0: Okay. Now, I noticed that you talked about making sure that you use a good um, SPF in terms mm-hmm. of, like, a moisturizer. And I, I know a lot of African Americans felt like, well, I don't need, you know, anything with SPF yes. because we don't have damage <laughs> to our skin, we know, because we have more yes. melanin in our skin. So exactly. it's like, oh, we don't need that. Can you tell us why we all should be using SPF products?
1: Well, you... Well, there has been an increase in skin cancer over the past few years. So... What you want to do, yes, us people of color, we have more melanin in our skin. But we are actually have more risk of dying from skin cancer versus somebody that's um, maybe Caucasian. So what you want to do is make sure that you put on sunscreen. You can put it on after your, your moisturizer. Some moisturizers have it in them, Mm -hmm. but you want to make sure that you use 50 and no more. Because after 50, it's more added preservatives. And actually, you're at higher risk of getting skin cancer when you use 50+. plus. Oh, really? Because of the sun, and it activates all the chemicals, and then you have things, yeah, it's not good for you.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you just told us how... Basically, we're messing up in terms mm-hmm. of like over exfoliating and yes. using scrubs that are not necessarily um, replenishing but just stripping.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what are other things that are like common mistakes that people do when it comes to their skincare needs?
1: Common mistakes. You know, I have a lot of clients that think it's more so all about moisturizing, and really, it's the opposite it's exfoliating because you want to take off that dead skin. That's important. And so what I do, what I like to do for a lot of my clients and myself is chemical peels. Now, depending on the percentage of the chemical peel, it's whether if it's done with uh, at, a, at a dermatologist or myself. So I usually do that. It's a deeper exfoliant. And then your skin may peel for a day or two. Or three days, depending on the percentage of percentage of the uh, chemical peel, mm-hmm. you may peel for a few days. But after that, you have beautiful, glowing skin. I mean, your skin looks absolutely amazing. After that,
0: but you do um, have to walk around looking like a reptile for a couple
1: of days. Just for a few days, <laughs> just for a few days. I would definitely recommend if you can do it like on a Thursday, <laughs> and you know, then you have l- like Friday, Saturday, then you have the whole weekend to just shed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because you're going to do that, and um, but the after results are amazing. So, like I was saying, the, the really key to for somebody even on the go, mm-hmm. you would always make sure that you cleanse your skin, exfoliate once to twice a week, depending on your skin type. If you are more on the oily side, you can exfoliate twice twice a week. Like I said, and that also depends on the, the exfoliant. And it also depends on the products that you're using. So like I said in the beginning, I would definitely go to a licensed esthetician first. And if you're in the Bloomfield Hills or Farmington or Oakland County or even in Wayne, you could come see me. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. And um, you know, so that's you know what I would uh, what I would say. Uh, just like I said, um, exfoliating, <coughs> cleansing, and putting on protection that would be a SPF. I also during the week I use serums. So some serums have a light exfoliate, exfoliant in them. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend using those, too. I use them on myself every. Um, Just about every day Okay, night
0: cream I'm glad you brought that up Because you Mm -hmm. just talked about um, Moisturizers How a lot of Mm -hmm. people feel like Moisturizing is the key And Mm -hmm. obviously People don't want to look older Mm -hmm. So they want to be As wrinkle free As possible Like what are Some alternative ways To keep your skin Wrinkle free Aside from Botox Because you know That's what everybody Is reaching to now So Mm -hmm. what are some tips On how to prevent You know early aging Signs of aging
1: uh, exfoliating. <laughs> okay, exfoliating. So everybody,
0: exfoliating is yes. key. Now, what yeah. about water? Because I'm always oh, hearing that we're not drinking enough water, and water plays such a huge role in our skin.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know what I will also recommend with the water? You There's little jugs that you can buy. You can cut a fruit, and you can put the fruit into your water. A lot of people do watermelon, strawberries, and cucumbers. cucumbers. And cucumbers hydrate. That is huge. And I use a lot of uh, cucumber um, into my facials as far as in, it's in the products.
0: Now, what about vitamin C? Because I've heard that vitamin C helps to um, build collagen. Is vitamin C something else that you recommend?
1: Well, you you can use vitamin We have, there are masks that you can use <coughs> anywhere from once to twice, three times a week. And they're collagen mask, and it helps your natural collagen. So for somebody who let's say for for instance, I'll use a, a client who's maybe middle age who's even with anti aging, you can start early. It's you're really never too young to start, you know, with anti aging products.
0: I agree one hundred percent. I'm always trying to prevent the signs of aging. So yeah.
1: yes. <laughs> but you look amazing, Stacy. Oh, well thank you. So do you uh, thank you. So what I would suggest when a client comes to me what I would suggest, I always give them a consultation, and I always ask them their skincare goals. So from there, I'm able to pick certain products based on their skin type, and then we just kind of go from there. A lot of my clients, they have um, wrinkles around their eyes; mm-hmm. they call them crow's feet too. So I suggest eye treatments, and there's also masks that you can use that put and you just put them around your eyes and it may sit on for 20 minutes and it helps, you know, hydrate your, your skin.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. alright well we're going to take another break but when we come back we're going to talk about acne because I know a lot of people have issues with acne and so we're going to talk about how to be pimple free, okay, because even myself I get the occasional pimple when it's not a good look so go ahead and check out this summer tune that we're about to play for you and we'll be right back. I- we are back on Unapologetic and I am Stacy Smith and we are talking to licensed esthetician Cara Merchant and she is giving us A lot of tips on how to keep our skin healthy and to have healthy, glowing skin so that we can be summertime fine. Because, you know, (laughs) I'm always talking about summer 17 and getting yourself together. So we've covered your body. We've covered your mind. And now we're going to talk about how to get the skin, you know, together and glowing and, you know, make you look good. So, Cara, before we went to break, we were going to talk about acne, because a lot of people uh, suffer from acne, and a lot of people think that they just have to go to a dermatologist to be treated for acne, but is it true that estheticians are just as qualified to deal with acne as well? Okay, so tell me, what do you do for people that suffer from acne, in terms of your clients?
1: So, I have a lot of clients. Actually, I love doing um, a lot of teen acne and adult acne, that's, like, really my passion. So, what I do, like I said, I do a consultation, and with that, I go from there. A lot of my clients that have acne, there's different forms of acne. The there are different. Um, the one that's a really common one is cystic acne. It's mm-hmm. very deep. It's also very hard to get rid of. But what you want to do with acne, it's you know also comes from bacteria. So you want to kill the bacteria this on your face and so that comes in with the, uh, the doing the chemical pills that's something that I would suggest highly for somebody that has acne or especially cystic acne is doing chemical pills
0: okay now I know there's so many myths when it mm-hmm. comes to acne yes. know, it's like oh if I eat chocolate I get a pimple Yeah. oh if I eat <laughs> chips I get a pimple there's so many Not different true. myths mm-hmm. I was going to say is that true when it comes to like food because you hear it all the time oh if I drink pop I get a pimple
1: No. To a certain degree, yes. But drinking pop and eating chocolate will affect me and you differently. So if you have a history, if you have acne, it can bring it out more. But as far as it being the cause of you having acne, no. Chocolate is not the cause. Drinking pop, you know. Sometimes it's mainly what you put on your skin. It's when you go to... The gym and you sweat, and sometimes we don't always, you know, clean our face really good after that, and that the hair products they come onto your your skin and it sits there, and and a lot of times that builds up bacteria, and then you know all the stuff starts to grow, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and it gets infected. So what you would want to do, I do high frequency, so that is antiseptic too. And it kills the bacteria on the skin. That's usually done in the middle of the facial towards the end.
0: And it works because, guys, yes. she's done it on me. Because I remember I had this pimple that was emerging. And I was like, her I have something <laughs> coming up tomorrow. I can't have this pimple on yeah. my face. And I'm not kidding. It was gone, like, the next yeah. morning, like, significantly. Like, you could hardly see it.
1: Yeah, I love that thing. <laughs> I love it. So that's, you know, I would suggest for somebody who, who has acne to come to an esthetician a lot of times they run to their dermatologist Mm -hmm. first but really you don't have to your dermatologist is going to prescribe you something versus when you come to me I'm going to prescribe you a home (laughs) regimen nothing you know medical but I will put you on a regimen at home we'll pick products and Retail And I'll say, okay, this is what you use at night. This is what you use in the morning. You can use this once a week, depending on your skin type. Mm -hmm. You always treat your skin type first before we go and treat your acne.
0: Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because Mm -hmm. there are so many different acne treatments out Mm -hmm. there and cleansers. Exactly. um, And just, you know, spot treatments, whatever. Mm -hmm. Are there specific recommendations that you have for different types of acne. Like, for example, we know that, like, benzoyl peroxide is something that's really common. Um, and then there's salicylic, what is it? Salicylic, salicylic acid. acid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it does it depend on your specific type of acne? Like, you were talking about, like, with cystic acne, mm-hmm. uh, or is there one that's better than the other? Because I think there's so many people that have tried so many different things, and mm-hmm. they don't know what is the best for their particular skin.
1: Well, what you would want to do, you would go Versus with your skin type. You can have dry skin and have acne. You can have oily skin and have acne. Sensitive skin and have acne. So always treat your skin type before we treat your skin condition. That's always comes first. So a lot of people, they want to run to the drugstores and put alcohol on it. That's the worst thing you can do. So what you would do, what I would do, if I were you, <laughs> I would come to a professional licensed esthetician. And let her... Work her magic, <laughs> her, I mean,
0: her work her magic. <laughs> All right, So we are definitely gonna uh, give you her contact mm-hmm. information if you want to seek out Cara's services so that Thank she you. can get you together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so many different things when it comes to your skin that people, mm-hmm. you know, have questions about. And mm-hmm. like myself, and we were talking about this actually during the break. So I noticed myself personally when I was taking um, a hair vitamin because I was experiencing like hair shedding. Um, Um, And I was like, okay, let me take this hair vitamin. And my hair, it did start to grow more. The shedding stopped. But all of a sudden, I had, like, this terrible acne. So are there certain, like, well ingredients and, like, hair vitamins
1: and things like that that could cause acne? Uh, There's certain, yes. Like, and like I was going, it goes back to the other question where I was uh, talking about if, I was to take the same supplements that you were taking. It may not affect me, mm. but if you already, if it's, if you're already acne prone, to have, you know, you already have acne, then it it can pull it out more. So, you just you also want to be careful the products that you use, and sometimes your skin tells you things. So you also have to listen to that. And a lot of people they don't. They just keep using things, and then. Everything's coming out through the surface through your body and then sometimes like when I have when I give my clients facials I do tell them sometimes you can break out after a facial Mm -hmm. and a lot of people they get scared and they may not come back because they think oh what did she do did she do something no that's actually a good thing so because all of
0: the impurities are coming out
1: toxins and everything is coming out of your skin that usually clears up within a day or two And then by that second, you know, facial, depending on if you are getting a series. And and it also depends on the treatments that you're getting. Everything goes back to your skin type. So I customize everything according to your skin type. But with somebody that has acne, if they have oily skin, and if you do have oily skin, some sometimes we are more prone to have acne, but we're also... have less wrinkles. (laughs) Ah. So it's a good, you know, it's a good um, part of having all these skin like myself.
0: Okay. (laughs) What about changing your pillowcases? I've heard that that's crucial when it comes to preventing acne. So that is true. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. Because you sweat during the night and it also depends on that person's hygiene. As far as usually I would recommend that you change it like, twice a week depending on like I said how you know how you sweat you definitely want to change anywhere once to twice a week okay mm-hmm.
0: and, and ladies if you guys didn't catch this and even gentlemen do not get a facial right before a big event. So if you know you have something coming up, you do not want to get a facial right before because yes. you may have a breakout because of all of the toxins and the impurities that are coming out, which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So do you recommend like at least maybe
1: what two weeks, a week? You know what? I would recommend anywhere from a week to two weeks because I have so many... Um, Brides to come in like two days before their wedding. And it's like, no, you should not do that. But okay, I will give you a facial and we will zap anything (laughs) that I see. But I would just recommend that if you have a big event, if you're, you know, getting married or where you have to be on TV or even on the radio, (laughs) (laughs) you make sure that that is something that you do a week or two in advance. Because you're going to, your skin is going to go through a change, especially if you've never had a facial before. Now, if you're somebody that gets facials on a regular basis, that's a little bit different. Okay. But if somebody, if you've never had one, then I would not recommend that you get a facial for the first time before a a big event.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. guys. So, you heard it. Do not get a facial right before a big event because you may regret it. But we're going to take another break. We're going to play another summer themed song because we're talking about having that healthy glowing skin for the summer so we'll be right back we are back on unapologetic and we've been talking about healthy skin because everyone wants to have healthy glowing skin right Right.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) we're here
0: with licensed esthetician, Cara Merchant. Now, Cara, for those that live in the Detroit metro area, give them your contact information so that they can find you because, guys, she's
1: good. So you can contact me on my cell phone, 248-242-0934, or you can contact the spa and salon that I'm working at. It's called Quinlan and Company Salon and Spots in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan on Lasser and Maple Road. It's a really nice place and come relax and get a beautiful facial and I take care of all your skin.
0: Okay. (laughs) Now, guys, I'm not just saying this. She really is good because when I saw Cara... My skin, it was not in the best condition because stress definitely plays a role. Oh, definitely. In your skin. It does. Um, and I, I was definitely going through some stress <laughs> at the time when I at first uh, met Kara, And she, she got my skin together. And sh- the one thing that I loved about my experience with you, Kara, mm-hmm. is that you customized it mm-hmm. to my needs. So Thank she, hand, she, like, she hand-helped me through the entire process. She's going to do the same yeah. thing for you so that you have the best results because- I was like so many other people that you described. I went to the drugstore and yeah. I, I bought, even though I thought I was buying like the more expensive yeah. stuff. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm using, you know, the more
1: expensive <laughs> higher end of right. the drugstore brands. It's okay. But, A lot of know. people do that, too. They yeah. think that it's just because it's more expensive that it's better for you. Well,
0: yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what we've been taught, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the quality, you got to pay for it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I quickly learned from Miss Cara uh, <laughs> that I was purchasing products that were not the best for my skin. So, thank you, Cara. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Okay, so let's talk about makeup. Oh, Okay, okay because I know that makeup probably plays a role in a lot of people's skin not being at its best because nowadays everyone has their Instagram pages and YouTube Mm -hmm. videos and we're seeing all these um, tutorials and all the Mm -hmm. contouring and these amazing transformations and we're going home and we're trying them because Mm -hmm. I'm guilty. Mm -hmm. I will say
1: it. I've done it. All right. How does that affect our skin? Definitely. It all depends on the skin. I'm sorry. It all depends on the uh, makeup brand. And what's in it. The more you take care of your skin, you're going to be more cautious of the type of makeup that you put on. So myself, I love using uh, Lauren Mercier. has a really nice natural uh, line. I use that product. But just making sure that you um, that you pick the right makeup products. You just... Have to be careful with that because it does affect your skin depending on what's in it and the ingredients. Now, what about sleeping and makeup? Is that a big no no? (laughs) You know, I'm guilty of it myself, I've done it. And we've all been guilty of it coming in <laughs> late sometimes. And you be went to a party and, and um, you didn't have enough time to take off that makeup. But that definitely plays a part in it. It can break out your skin. You just want to make sure that when you get up, you still cleanse your face and um, you get everything off. Because after a while, you'll see little... Well, um, really, it's really common with makeup, too, is to break out in your cheek area, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know?
0: okay. Now, what about hormonal imbalances? Does that play a role, too,
1: in, like, your skin and breaking out and things oh, like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. When, when, as a woman, we're going through, our body is changing, you know, things come out through our skin. And that's, you know, it's a form of cleansing, too. You know, just all the toxins and everything coming to the surface. So with that, you know, that's something more that you would have to go to the doctor. But as far as on the skin side, just making sure that you cleanse your face. And somebody that takes care of their skin, when they do break out, the pimples or breakouts don't last very long. Mm
0: -hmm. So when you Mm -hmm. do get a pimple... What should you do, and what should you not do? And I have a feeling picking at them is definitely one you should not do. Definitely. So what should we do when we get it, and then what should we not do?
1: Okay, when you get it, what I would do is just clean, make sure you cleanse your face. And cleanse your face, and, you know, you can exfoliate your face or just exfoliate the little area. There's serums that you can use. definitely one put alcohol on your skin a lot of people that is a lot of people are really guilty of just wanting to grab uh, a product that says acne gone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and we put that on our face and and then you sometimes you, you can have a reaction to it I
0: mean I, I'm guilty of trying different mm-hmm. things to get rid of the pimple I've done mm-hmm. toothpaste I've done visine um, you know you yeah. see different things like online yeah. like little you know things to try like peroxide even though the peroxide one actually did kind of work. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, they said, like, Visine takes the red out, so it takes the red out of the pimple, and toothpaste dries it up. I mean, are those myths, or do they really work?
1: Well, a lot of those things are not always good. I've never tried the toothpaste one, but I, would, I wouldn't recommend that one. <laughs> but what I would just do is just make sure that you cleanse it with a, with a good product. And and then, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh All right. Now, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What is the most important thing? Even though we've talked about so many different things. Mm -hmm. What is the most important thing that you want our listeners to take with them when it comes to taking care of their skin? If you had to pick one major thing that you want them to know and Mm -hmm. to take with them, what would it be?
1: Wow. What would it be? I would... Guess what, what, not guess, but what I would say is to make sure that you are cleansing your skin because even though you exfoliate, you know, and, and it's all about what you do in between your facials, too. That is like the biggest thing, you know. Even though I wish I was a, you know, I had a magic wand and I could just, you know, make your skin perfect at, on one session, that's not really a reality. So, what I would just you know, tell people is just to make sure that you come to a licensed esthetician and get a skin get a consultation and let her put you on a regimen and then go from there.
0: All right guys, so if you're having issues with your skin you want to contact mm-hmm. an esthetician and you can contact Cara. Cara go ahead give them your contact phone number again.
1: My cell phone number is two four eight two four two zero nine three four or you can always contact me at the Salon Quinlan and Company. It's in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan on Lasser and Maple Row.
0: Alright, so <laughs> she gave you guys her information and she gave us some amazing skincare tips. So, thank you, Cara, for coming into the studio today. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank yes. So, I definitely learned a lot and hopefully you guys learned a lot too. So, next week, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic and we're going to be talking about breaking up with your friends. So, I know we're always talking about breaking up with, you know, our significant others, but sometimes you need to get rid of certain friends too so we're going to be talking about that next week so you don't want to miss that episode so tune in next Thursday at 7pm and you guys have a great week we're out of here